Betty Rock, does the name Lonnie Frisbee mean anything to you? Not really. Well, it didn't to me either until I saw the new Irwin Brothers film, Jesus Revolution. It's that one. It's like faith-based, and it's not the usual like faith-based film. Yes, it's a movie that tells the faith story of Pastor Greg Laurie after meeting this hippie preacher named Lonnie Frisbee. And what's cool is it's kind of all true. It was set in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement. And I'm telling you, Rock, you would absolutely love the soundtrack. It's really good. Your dad raised you on that stuff. (laughs) What did you like about the movie? I liked that the movie's about a guy searching for identity and inclusion and truth and even though it's set in the 70s, man, it's exactly what people are looking for today and the answer is Jesus. It's the same then as it is now. And I also really liked that it didn't paint a perfect picture of the church either. Really? Yeah, like it showed men's egos kind of getting in the way of God and it showed the intolerance of people inside of faith but it also showed that despite that if we just get out of the way, revival is possible. So what did you not like about the movie? That I wasn't in it. Uh, <laughs> like that bothered me a little bit. I got to tell you, the Irwins, uh, they cast Kelsey Grammer and he's great. They got Jesus from The Chosen. I mean, that's a great get, but they could have had me for a whole lot less. But in the end, man, I really thought it was a great movie. If you want to check it out and hopefully enjoy it as much as Wally did, it's in theaters right now. Welcome to the Wally Show Aftercast. All the stuff we did not get to during the course of the show today. Fresh off of our trip to Africa. And uh, take a lot to keep me away from you. That was one of my favorite highlights. Betty Rock had caught a lizard in her room and she named it Toto, which I thought was so great. Still going. Things we never those words, I bless the rains down in Africa, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like the, the rains, like, like, well, the no, I get rain. rains, and okay. I understand why it's important in Africa, <laughs> but like, know. why is this guy, I bless the rains down in Africa? Th- that line doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't matter. It's the song. We did meet some people, though, in uh, one of these parts of uh, Kenya where we were, we were up with the Maasai people, and they had not had a rainy season in four seasons so about two years of no rain and it's been bad on them man it was crazy like how dry and desolate things and dusty things were and how they still are just this resilient people that work their way through things and it it did it 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 did make me think about faith in such a way like these people like you talk to them about the rainy season and the lack of this but these people yet daily pray to God for provision for them, Mm. and they still have faith that it's going to come. After two years, I think you would be tempted to go, I guess this is not going to happen, or it will just cyclically happen at random. But these people Mm. don't live on that level. They're like, you know what? God has a reason, and we're trusting him, and he's going to provide you know, for us. And their faith is so huge. And it's not like I didn't get the new Nintendo Switch. I mean, it is things to keep their families alive and to subsist on you know uh, with these needs it's what they what they have to have it it's 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 all inspiring the way that we like process like provision in america i feel like we 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 blend the line between provision and like comfort it's like if my comforts are provided for then i'm provided for versus versus like the absolute living your life and not dying essentials as provision. Like that's oh, yeah. where we shift things so poorly. I know y'all are taking a um, serious turn. I'm going to take it to a more comedic turn. This is new. That's, um, a, that's Wally's job. I know. Um, 
I loved the fact that Marty came with us on this trip. Mm. She did a world of good without even knowing it. Just being there, yeah. she kept you busy. Yeah. She kept your attention. Yeah. And that helped me keep sane. Did Wally, kind of in the sense of if you know, you're on that trip, like you're working, did mm. he push Marty to quote unquote work at all in the way no. that he no. kind of expects you don't expect things out you expect things out of the people like us yeah but you don't that the, that level of expectation is null when no, it comes to she's her, having correct? her own experience and she's documenting and processing things that she's gonna post and stuff like that for mm, me that's, that's cool. separate and so it's like yeah you go and do that i just wanted her to have the experience now there was one trip where we had been we hadn't slept well and we had to get up early and we go to this place and we're in the heat all this stuff and we've been out all day didn't need a good meal. And we're coming back to the hotel uh, that they've got us rooms at. And we're in the back of the van. And it's all jostling around. And me and Jake are like tired and like, OK, we got to just we got to hunker down. And Wally's like, we need to do this when we get back to the hotel. We can eat. But while we're eating, we need to do this, this, this. Right. And, this. and I'm like, dude, I get it. But take a take a breather. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I I do. I push on these trips. I work hard because I I believe in it and I want it to be well. And and that's really good. It's really good that he stays in that mindset. Um, However, we talked through a few things when it came to social media and stuff, and found out that we weren't on the same page on a few things when we thought we were. Right. And now we found out a better way. Uh, Betty Rock did get a trip prima donna badge. When you did? No way. A badge. A badge. Yeah, we we unofficially gave you one. You haven't received it yet. When? When we were driving and uh, the sun was on one side of the van, and Betty Rock goes because we were traveling with this guy Matt (laughs) that we used to work with, and now he works for Compassion. She's like, Matt, I need you to trade places with. With me, the sun is just burning my arm up, and so he's like, <laughs> and he literally looks at me and is like, "Do I have to do this?" And I'm like, "Now you <laughs> no, see, he did now not. you did." I'm no, like, he did he not. Did. And then he was you like, "You know what? Too though, the idea would have never entered my mind had I not heard Marty talk about it earlier, where she was like, "On our way next time, we need to sit on the opposite side so the sun's not hitting us." Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, "You know what? Her mentioning that made me realize the whelp." That are, yeah. were developing on my arm that were was in they, direct sunlight. Yeah, yes, and I was gonna get like blisters and right. stuff. And I mm-hmm. thought, you know what? If so I mad, speak a man up, with a family she wanted to give carcinoma <laughs> and melanoma to, but whatever. Guys, will absolutely we get sit we get it worse. Yeah, we'll sit through that listen, kind of stuff. Skin cancer is way worse in men. Uh, now we do have hair record. to protect us, but that attracts yeah. more heat, Betty. You Gosh, know, I hope he makes you're it. So insensitive. Y'all are ridiculous. he's fine. Yeah, we're talking though, like one of those because the 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 drive from you know couple place your stay it's a couple hours yeah. so it's not necessarily and direct sunlight all day yeah oh i know i know <laughs> i can't imagine the people that live in that all day uh but yeah but uh, he literally wow, was, forgive me for looking out for he myself he literally was like do i do i have to do this i'm like but no had i not spoken up had right. i gotten third degree burns on my arm <laughs> then you would have been like Wrong. Why didn't you speak up? I would have been. No, I would have been like, no, good you for you. You yeah, took it. You took it like a champ. Good for you. You didn't ask Wally to switch places. You asked Matt. Yeah. You were Someone... full of it. That's like cow in a field for me, though. Yeah. Like, I would be like, oh, it's hot on this side. Like, I literally would never think to switch then places why do, with someone. Why do you, why do you put me as responsible for being a cow in a field? I don't want to be in 
a cow-filled situation. I know. But you get mad at other cows for speaking <laughs> up and saying, hey, we should move to the tree okay. where it's not raining Can I, or where there is shade. Okay. You're like, Here's no, you need to cow up. Here's you need the, to be in direct sunlight. Here's the problem with your cow-in-a-field example right there. Okay, so let's what? say let's say uh, there is a uh, lion in this scenario, the cow in the <laughs> okay. field. Okay, so there's a cow. Okay. There's a lion and there's all the cows. And so me as cow in field, I'm like, oh, shoot, that's going to stink. This lion's probably going to get me. Uh, but what can I do? <laughs> so Betty Rock's cow in the field scenario is, okay, there's a lion. It's dangerous for me. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take uh, cow Matt and I'm going to hold Matt. I'm, I'm going I'm <laughs> to nick him. <laughs> I'm going to cut his artery so he's bleeding a little. And I'm going to push him in front of the cow. Then I'm going to go over here no, on this side not. of the cow car. No, and then not. I'm fine. No, it's not. So she sacrificed no, a cow. My cow in the field situation is if I see the lion, I'm going to moo like crazy yeah. and cause a scene yeah. to hopefully get the farmer out there and yeah. help us. You did moo like crazy. And poor Matt, I think, has cancer now. Stop um, it. I don't, I, look, I, Stop. He, he called we'll me. find out later. We'll you find out later. You're the one that's calling me. me the drama yeah, queen. You he, are the drama king. I, because uh, every time we had food, you were like, mm, I don't like I'm that. Looking oh, for the, get me some gummy. I'm looking for like the photo. Gummy. I'd like no, to hear about. Stop. He sent me a photo of something on his arm. He's like, does this look infected? I'm talking about something that made you the drama king when you were like, I need my gummies. I'm going to get my peanut butter butter crackers. I ate. My wife got sick. Uh, Like, she got sick the first day in. Like, to start. Yeah, it was bad. (laughs) Can you guys walk me through any. Interesting, the most interesting, the daily food that you guys were. Uh, it was a lot of chicken and rice. Oh yeah, and and the toughest chicken you've yeah. ever had in your life. Oh really? Yeah, dude. I literally I bit into a piece like a drumstick. Normally you bite into a drumstick, no problem. Pull it's got it skin off. On. I my teeth would not go through the skin. It was yeah. like rubber. It was like a sole. Just cooked too long. And I, I'm trying to well, eat it. And he says chicken leg. It's not like the chicken legs yeah. you find here. They're like smaller. Like they're right? super skinny. So then I tried so to find a knife. Up. I didn't find a knife. I found a spoon and was able to dig underneath the skin and dig out some of the chicken yeah. of it and it was now, raw. we had um, a lot they do a lot of vegetables which is Good. great um, we did, did have this <laughs> no no he didn't because um, I'm the drama queen <laughs> um, but they gave us a lot of rice and they were, there was like the stew with veggies in yeah. it and that one was actually pretty good that great. was on day two that was the one I wish I had eaten more and of and they had like this Cajun rice or something and it was yeah. really good I was suspect of it and when I when, okay because when you travel and you're in these places you shouldn't you know, overindulge and then you shouldn't, uh, waste. And so, like, I always err on the side of caution. Like, if I don't think something's going to taste good, I take a very little bit of it. And sometimes it works out to my benefit because it's really bad. And other times it works out to my detriment because, it, oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. That was that meat. I was like, oh, that was really good. And I wish I would have been able to go back and get more, but I didn't. So I had mm-hmm. Slim Jims on the way home. <laughs> well, and also, too, that day there was a, and, and this is just normal for them, there was a woman outside just on a campfire and she had these bowls that she was cooking everything in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you just never really know. Is oh it... yeah. They're the hygiene and the yeah. like there's no FDA over there no, in no, these no. places. Yeah. <laughs> this one time though I went up to get another, uh, I went up to get a different place. I went up to get a piece of chicken and they're so nice. They cook for you in the site and, and she goes, oh, this is African chicken. I'm like, oh, delightful. I'm thinking she meant like the spices or something like, oh, this ought to be good. And she, and I go, oh, cool. What's that mean? And she's like, oh, it's very old and tough. 
fantastic. <laughs> Not a selling point. Like, we always talk here in the States about how tender and juicy something is. He's like, oh, yeah, this is old but that's and that's probably, you know, due to the chemicals we throw into these animals. I don't care. Uh, Those chemicals were delightful yeah. uh, compared to the, the chicken I had there. But uh-huh. I've been in other places where the chicken's amazing. Right. Yeah. And when we got back to the States, this was a trip that I was glad that we landed back in the South. Because in the past, we've landed in the North, and yeah. I still didn't feel like the I was home. Godless yeah. North. <laughs> but, the food is godless. We landed in Atlanta after... And- uh, Two eight and a half hour flights. Wow! And we go to Chick Fil A, and yeah. it was the best Chick Fil A I've I had. Bet it was ever. Yeah. And the was lady so was good. nice because we had nine people yes. all on one bill, and uh, she was so sweet to us and stuff. Because I've come back in the country before, and you're like so thankful for what you have, and it's so nice. And you're like you meet these people that give you everything, the best of what they have, and they share you know what little they have. And then I would come back into the states and be treated like garbage at the fast food place by somebody. I'm like, oh, this is horrible. And so it was nice to come back to go to Chick-fil-A and be treated well, too. Yeah, and to get ice in your drink again, because we didn't have yeah. that. Everything was like room mm-hmm. temperature you don't drink water. ice. It's yeah. not something you want to risk. No, I mean, yeah. Like, that, here's the thing. Like, when you're staying at a hotel where travelers stay, a lot of times... The ice is okay or the milk is okay, but I never risk it because it's not worth it. Like somebody got a milkshake one night and I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, you were considering it. I was. (laughs) But then I was like, then I remember how sick my wife was the first four days because she was not good. And then like Betty's like, I always... Uh, Betty is like I always balance and walk that line between passing out and yes. uh, dehydration and and hydrating just enough because you don't know how long you're going to be gone. The toilet situations are always horrible, horrible, and you don't want to have With to be spiders, using them. Spiders oh. as big as your hand, yeah, like they're that big, yeah. And sometimes, so. most of the time, I would say this trip definitely all this this. The toilets were just holes. Yeah. No. You know that little mud hut we were in with uh, Famous Amos and the yeah. Maasai tribe, you know, and his house, and then they yeah. had the the, the uh, kitchen and the thing. And I've used those as bathrooms before. They make them the exact same way. Hmm. You're hunched over. Ugh. You can't stand up. And you're trying. It's pitch black, and you're trying to figure things out. And there's no ventilation. Oh, no. And it's a <laughs> hole in the ground. And you don't know what's in that hole either. No. There could be a mongoose in that hole for all you know, man. You got to be careful. Like, it's crazy. What a story to tell. Yeah. So why so are you that being said, today? though, like, did we see while you did? Did you guys use the restroom on site? Did yeah. I did not. Yeah. I took, you got away with not yeah. having to. Oh yeah, because I I have it down to a science. Yeah. I mean, I might well have done. a bladder infection, but who knows? But I took with me these liquid IVs, so they're like powders that you no put way. in your water. Yeah. And so I would drink a little bit of water just to get me by, where I didn't feel thirsty anymore in the morning. Then we would go out all day, and we'd be in the direct sun and all this stuff. And I would take little sips of water, like not a lot. What they recommend. Then yeah. When we were on our way back home, yeah. like in the van, I would put one of these liquid IVs in a whole bottle of water. I'd shake it up and I'd chug the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, but like and relatively close lot. to the to the. Uh, yeah, sometimes yeah. you have two hours. Yeah, because that, that that would be my fear, especially on like a bumpy road. Because right. I've heard the the horror story of Marty. <laughs> yeah, uh, on one of those drives yeah. where the bladder needed to. It, it, well, yeah, it's Expel. one of those things. Everybody has a different you know system, and like, the problem I felt so bad for Marty. Marty's my wife, by the way. Um, I felt so bad for her because she was so sick and she kept going. She never made an excuse, was there every day. But like she wouldn't, she would get back to like the hotel and try to eat something and she'd have a piece of pizza and then instantly get sick again. Yeah. And so she literally, the only thing she ate for about 
three and a half days was animal crackers that we bought with us and a couple peanut butter crackers. Yeah. So she did not have a lot. And she and never really knew the body's what it was, not meant right? to operate no. on that. No. And I and I always like I worry about her because we were in this place in Kenya, ironically, years ago called Luwala, very remote place. We were staying at a uh, hospital, it was a clinic, and um, we started to walk out to go out for the day, and she almost passed out. Mm. Like I caught her, and we had to sit her down, and I, mm. I I don't think they did an IV. I think they just gave her a bunch of water. Um, and like that was the only other time she's ever been sick. Usually she's just rock, and she did rock star it. Um, I was elated that I didn't get sick until my last, about my second to last night, I got like a sinus thing. So I had a wicked sore throat for like two days, and then two days when I got home, but it kind of worked itself out. And so right. it and wasn't, I, and I felt great the whole time. Yeah. I would say my throat started feeling scratchy last night. Yeah. So. I was just happy to not like get through because I hate bathroom stuff, man. And like, like being on a plane and having to use the restroom, oh. I hate that. Oh, no. More than life itself. Like, yeah. And Betty Rock, like my wife had to get up a couple times uh, on the flight. We all sat together and and then Betty, I was surprised at how many times she stayed seated. I, I thought, man, like if, if somebody gets up on a flight, like long flights, if someone gets up, everybody get up and use that time to stretch your and legs. I did and, twice. Yeah. But man, it was I, I, my knees. I told Wally at one point, I said, if there was someone that I love and I found <laughs> out that they were dying and I needed to take a flight to get there. Oh, yeah. I said, would I would have. really have to think twice about it. But <laughs> it's not me. It's that I don't think my knees could take it. My yeah. knees were like. Just that cramped. Dying. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, no. 16 hours. Like, I can't. I can't. That's just not what we're And you can't get do. comfortable. How do you sleep? I you don't, don't even know. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the you hard don't. part. You just have to distract yourself as long as you can. Yeah. yeah. Do you get that space of, you know, when you land? Because if was the return flight... Same as the going yeah. out yeah. to Amsterdam, yeah. where you change planes. But is there time to stretch? You got like an hour, hour and a half. But you're like, we, we got many pancakes in Amsterdam. Did you? Yeah, we did, and we she loved pancakes. it. She loved them. They, they were good. Yeah. But they are literally miniature pancakes. Are we saying that because he hypes them up in a way that yeah, no, they shouldn't be? Because so good. it's just you could go to McDonald's and no. cut up the pancakes in little Not bitty pieces, same. and it's the same thing. They're bad. He claims be a Debbie Downer. You know what yeah. it is? They they allow you to put powdered sugar uh-huh. on it, and you could do that anywhere. And like normally, they used to have always have uh, strawberry jam out there, mm. and then for some reason, maybe COVID, they stopped doing that because it's usually it was just a spoon in a bowl, uh, and they stopped doing. That and then you, now you had to pay for them, but the guy was so cool. He's like, "Oh, here you can have it." Mm-hmm. And so I got like extra stuff. But you had Nutella on yours, which mm-hmm. you love, and it was so great. yeah, it's it's great. But I, once again, these are all things I can find here in the U.S. I know, I know. But when you're traveling, though, that's what makes it so great because you're already tired. You've flown for a bunch of hours. The food on the flights is horrible. Oh. You can't complain about yeah. it when you've just seen that kind of poverty. Yeah. But like, I didn't take any of the food on the flights. Like they, the lady would come by and like, "Would you like this vegetarian?" Oh, let me stop you there. No uh, vegetarian. <laughs> Anything you're going to tell me for the rest of this flight? Yeah, if if, if you have anything that starts with the word vegetarian or vegan, you can just skip me. And, so, and I'm the drama queen. Yeah. And so I like I didn't take anything uh, on any of the no. flights because the food just it's horrible. I on accidentally planes. took one of the breakfast burritos, but I thought it was cookies. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I was sleep deprived. Those are two very different I things. I, was, I, was that's, I mean, that's why I, that's why I take so much junk food with me. I had caramels and Skittles and like it's Slim Jims and oh stuff. That's the how I got to my flight. Slim Jims that's an excellent stunk choice. up oh, the whole. These plane. two, okay, these two. I, I stunk so, up the whole. I open a Slim Jim because I need something to eat for 24 hours. And my wife looks at me. She goes, 
seriously? I'm like, what? She's like, I can smell it. I can smell it. I'm like, maybe it's not Duh. that bad. And then Betty leans over. She's like, what are you doing? We are saying what everyone is thinking. Yeah. Is it the equivalent of like cooking fish at the microwave? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. That, that feels a little yes. dramatic to me. No, is it is exactly what it is. Slim Jims are amazing. Anyways, do you want me to get to my story? Uh, Yeah, we can start with yours and we'll do mine or not do mine. I got one too. Okay. Mine. So I found this article that is the top movie songs of all time. These mm. are the songs that the people that have written these songs are making bank because these songs are played all the time uh, in movies. You see that too, like in, especially in um, like, uh, what do you call it? Romantic comedies. Yeah. There's always like a few songs that are like they, every time people Mm -hmm. pay for them and put them in there. Yep. And I guess it's like that with these. We're going to, we're going to do the top four that made the list. So uh, making it at number four was Survivors, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. Commercials too. Yeah. He, uh, do you know that after this, they had one more song after this. It was kind of a not hit. It was like, eh. and then after that, nothing. Like Survivor was done. Well, this guy went on to do commercial jingles. Like that's what he was making. So a they kind of were a one-hit wonder, really. Yeah, there was nothing really good after this. But wow. if um, you're gonna have one. Big yeah, hit like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I'm sure he like doesn't yeah. have to yeah. work too much afterwards. He was the guy, uh, real man of genius. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, too, I sang Hakuna Matata, and some, <laughs> I do remember see, uh, seeing that. Did you? And some girl at, that was on the trip with us was like, "Oh my gosh, you have a lovely voice." I I like stayed on pitch. It was. It, I don't know. What I happened. was kind of surprised because he sang this to the kids at yeah. the compassion site, and they looked at him like he was. Crazy. Because it's their language. It's Swahili. Mm-hmm. So but they say Hikunamantana. he stayed on yeah. tune through the whole thing. And I remember thinking, how did he do that? I don't even know. Like, there was a moment <laughs> at which time, Rock, I left Call my body. Yeah, I left <laughs> my body. And I was watching this happen. And I clapped for myself going, you are staying on pitch and on key this whole amazing. time. I might, maybe I should do a record deal in Africa. Because no. there's, oh. there's something about Africa that, like, I don't know. I can sing there. Uh, number three was the Bee Gees with How Deep Is Your Love. Oh, yes. This is this is Barry Gibb. Yeah. And I met him at the Opry. So good. Fainted in his arms. It was wonderful. Uh then coming in at number two, Brian Adams, I do it for you. You know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. I believe this was from the soundtrack of um, Robin, uh, Robin Hood, Hood yeah. Prince of Thieves, with oh, Kevin Costner. Do you think that his real singing voice sounds like that, or yeah. does he fake it? I don't know, because he, he's really raspy, but like if you listen to, like, it's the summer of 69, like he's got that raspy voice to him. Mm. I was listening to uh, uh, Brian Adams on my phone the other day, and uh, I'm trying to remember what the song was. Oh, what was the song? Come on. Um... I'm going to run to you, that song. Hey, I'm going to run to you. When the feeling's right, I'm going to run all night. I'm going to run to you. I'm like, oh, that's really nice. And then you realize the whole song is about cheating. Like the entire song. And it's like not even like kind of like subtle. It's like really obvious. I'm like, wow, that is not a good song. I've had those songs where I listen to them later in life and I'm like, 
wait a minute, that's not at all what I thought it was talking about. That happens on TikTok. That's one of the funny things. Like, moms will be, like, playing a song that they are listening to now that mm-hmm. they heard it way different when they were, mm-hmm. like, a teenager. And you're like, yeah, I, I understand now more as an adult the stuff my parents tried to protect me from mm-hmm. because they were like, yeah, this isn't good content for you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just a song, Dad. What? You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand me. Yeah. <laughs> this is the voice of my generation, man. Uh, and then, like, you hear it as an adult. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yep. And then finally, coming in at number one is Diana Ross and oh, Lionel Richie yes. with Endless Love. Now, I know this song from Happy Gilmore with oh, Adam yes. Sandler yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're skating on the ice rink <laughs> and that guy is in the background singing yeah. that song. It's so funny. This it's is, a good one. This is the song. Hang on, I got to find it real quick. This is the one I was thinking of that I had made a bed of it for one of our bits. Um, but this is in every romantic comedy. Um, what am I looking for? Oh, love. H-I-J. I'm, I'm scrolling through it. <laughs> I can't talk. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot count. I cannot talk and do alphabets at the same time. H-I-J-K-L. Uh, love and he marriage. Got it. I got it. I found it. Um, so, yeah, this was, um, I made this bed from, uh, for, from Elf, but then the bed of music, you'll recognize it instantly here. Oh. I gotta hit the right button. How I hit about, the wrong button. It's, how about that? It's CD2. So we also can't operate. I have talk. jet lag. <laughs> And okay. maybe cancer because I didn't move from the oh right side God. of the bus to the left side. I'm in love. This I'm song in here. love and I don't care who knows it. them playing you make me feel so young i know but this is i this is another bed it wasn't from oh. so but this took, is a bed that you took always, the elf drop and then yes. put this but this is a bed that seems to it. be in all these That's romantic L-O-V-E. comedies yeah that was in parent trap i remember that yeah the 90s one. Yeah. yeah this has been in a lot of movies and stuff like hmm. that so well there you go all right do you got any birthdays we're catching up boy, on do oh, I. a lot oh boy howdy don't be annoyed. We're, I'm not annoyed. I love it. It's we're celebrating. I'm annoyed by what? I'm not annoyed. Because well, he was like, oh, boy. I'm just like, I'm, I know it's got to be a lot. We've been gone for nine days. It's going to be good. We've got mm, six of them. Oh, okay. That's, that's not as bad as I thought. I thought totally it would be like 26. I apologize, everyone, who had a birthday that they were looking forward to. And <laughs> well, hates like, you. <laughs> Why do I have to do this? Uh, uh, let's see. We've got Lily, woo! who wanted to wish her sister Emily a happy birthday on the 4th. She turned 10 years nice. old. Nice. I love it. Happy birthday. Double digits. Madison, her birthday was on the 5th. Happy belated birthday. Cashel? Cashel Kushel for Betty to pronounce. Kushel? She has it K-U-S-H-E-L-L. Kushel. Kushel? Kushel. Well, does it say it? Didn't it say the pronunciation? She spells it C-A-S-H-E-L. Kushel. But she puts in parentheses K-U-S-H-E-L-L. Yeah, Kushel. Okay, that's how she's saying it. I would have said Kushel. No, Kushel. I don't know. That one's weird. (laughs) Huh. Okay. Well, um, anyways, happy birthday. Uh, Then we've got uh, Kimberly uh, celebrating a birthday on the 1st, as well as Priya. And then um, we got Angeline, who wants to wish her sister Susan a happy birthday. She's celebrating today, actually. Nice. Uh, She said she's a beautiful, humble, funny, hardworking, and wonderful sister. That's amazing. Well, there you go. Would you like a question? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's do it. We haven't done one in a while. Okay. Uh, this one is from Kimberly. <laughs> if animals could talk, who would be the rudest, the kindest, the smartest, 
and the most boring. Oh, what kind of animal would be? Yeah, if animals could talk. Well, cats would be the rudest, like oh, for that's sure. True. Yeah, oh, for sure. I I, I would agree with cats that. Cats would be like Who the would Kardashians. Be the, kindest? the kindest? I think Dogs. dolphins. Oh. Dolphins are kind of like treacherous, though. Like but the, only against bad things. The dark like side of dolphins. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Mm. They're also smart. I think dolphins would be kind. Okay. Elephants would be kind and slow. Okay, who do you think would be the smartest? Mm. Maybe monkeys. Mm. Even That's though they, they yeah. do, they, they're smart in like an annoying way. Like they yeah. know how annoying they are. But they also throw their feces. Yeah, yeah. but they're like they're like they accept it. They're, yeah, this will be hilarious. Would we had a friend. Be smart? We had a friend on this trip that was walking underneath a tree, and a monkey actually dropped um, oh, something poo poo on him. Yeah. <laughs> feces. On yeah, him. yeah, and I, it was intentional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then who would be the most boring? Most boring animal? I know. A it wombat. Would be a turtle? A, mm, a turtle's yeah. probably pretty good. No, sloth. they've seen things underwater. Yeah, I would say a sloth or a koala. Because they mm. literally do nothing. They yeah. just eat but sit and move. And eat. A panda bear does the same thing. A cow. But they're cute. A cow would be boring. Yeah. Because what have they got to talk about? All they do is eat and go to the bathroom. Pigs would be nasty because they are in that same vein, but they aren't in cool open fields. They're in like muddy little pens. I'd like to hear from a platypus. This is what's going on. Never seen a platypus. Yeah. What do you think a goat would be? Uh, mm, it would annoying. be doing yoga. But I think a goat would be a smart aleck. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Their eyes are weird. Like their pupils go they the opposite are. They're just direction. A little bit, they little look bit outside. They, a no, their, their pupils go the opposite direction of ours. Yeah, they're like it's a vertical. Weird. It's like ooh, that's it's a bit creepy. It is. It's very devilish. Yeah, they're like a lizard. Maybe that's why like the Satanists are like, hey, let's take the goat on. <laughs> yeah, let's, make the, let's put the goat on all of <laughs> our paraphernalia. The, the worst eyes. And on that note, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Devil goat eyes. Name of your podcast. All right. So with that, that's gonna do it for our aftercast. Thanks for being a potty.